And welcome to another Mark Bishop show. You know, if I was walking down the street and I saw the newsstand, the headline would say, Peter files a groundbreaking lawsuit against USDA over university owl experiments. Well, this looks like a big one. And although great strides have been made by animal right activists over the years, Animal experimentation, which can be replaced with everything from organs on a chip to whole uh, human DNA these days, still goes on in the laboratories around the country. So I'm featuring Asher Smith, lucky to get him. He's the litigation manager for the people for the ethical treatment of animals, Peter and the Peter Foundation. Welcome, Asher. Thank you so much for having me. While some institutions use tax uh, funds to conduct uh, antiquated and harmful research on caged domestic and wild animals at John Hopkins University. Barn owls are being subjected, apparently, to deadly experiments conducted by students in which the birds' skulls are cut open and electrodes implanted in their brains, and the owls are then restrained and bombarded with bright lights and loud noises for hours on end, eventually being killed. So this is what this lawsuit is all about. Am I right, Asher? That's exactly right. And all of what you just described is allowed to happen because these owls don't benefit from any of the protections guaranteed by the Federal Animal Welfare Act. That's because of another federal law called the Helms Amendment, which we believe is unconstitutional and must be abolished. It is suing the federal government on behalf of these owls because the Constitution is clear. Congress can't punish anyone by legislative fiat. That is included in animate corporations, so there's no reason why it can't also include living, breathing animals. Right, right. So the legal eagles, uh, at Peter, you're leading the charge against these deadly experiments. Really, it's a first-of-its-kind lawsuit against the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Agriculture Secretary and the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service Administrator, uh, you know, alleging that uh, such taxpayer-funded tests are on unconstitutional. So, Asher, the lawsuit seeks protections for the birds under the Federal Animal Welfare Act. Is that right? That's exactly right. So a, a little background for your listeners. Okay. The Animal Welfare Act imposes some very basic minimum standards of humane treatment for animals used in labs. 99% of those animals are birds, mice, and rats bred for use in research. But in 2002, Congress passed an amendment to the Animal Welfare Act directed by Jesse Helms that banned these animals from coverage. The only discussion in Congress about this was Senator Helms's own cruel, sarcastic floor speech, mm. where he suggested that these animals' lives are disposable, that they might as well be food for reptiles, that if one ended up in his home, he, his wife would be furious at him if he didn't call the exterminator. And it was this cruel law that stripped the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service of the ability to create or enforce standards for the humane treatment of these owls. Right. It's because of the Helms Amendment that laboratories across the country routinely torture and painfully kill birds, rats, and mice by the tens of millions every year. So uh, let me get this clear again, Asher. What, what is John Hopkins doing to owls and why sure thing so john hopkins is having experimenters many of whom are students none of whom are qualified surgeons cut into these owl skulls 
jab electrodes into their brains, mutilating their brain tissue, tightly confining them and bombarding them with jarring sounds and images for up to 12 hours a time, and then eventually killing all of them. Now, experiments like these are not happening because they're about finding any kind of cures for humans. Instead, they happen because they allow experimenters to churn out data that let them keep taxpayer money flowing through federal grants. The ostensible justification for these experiments is understanding human vision and hearing, but it's Johns Hopkins experimenters admit in their grant application, they study these owls because they think it's easier. They consider owls' brains easy to observe, and there's already lots of existing data on these owls to compare to, in large part because of their own prior experiments. But owls are not miniature flying humans. Owl vision and hearing are not remotely comparable to that of humans. Aside from being orders of magnitude more acute than that of humans, owls use a completely different part of their brain than humans to process stimuli. In addition, because these owls are tightly confined, they experience an enormous amount of stress that will mess with the experimental results. The Lee Johns Hopkins University experimenter actually admitted in September 2020 that he agrees that experiments on head-restrained animals, which would include these, these owls, are prone to misinterpretation. Experiments like these, rather than human-focused methods through, for example, advanced imaging technology or mathematical or computational modeling, hinder rather than advance scientific and medicinal developments. Well, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's an understatement, isn't it, that this type of experiment is unusual. I mean, uh, you know, if, if a lot of taxpayers knew where that dollar was going, I bet you there'd be an uproar. But what alternatives, uh, you know, to animal use do we have now in 2021? There are an enormous number of alternatives. And if the Animal Welfare Act applied, experimenters at institutions like Johns Hopkins would have to consider those alternatives. These include tiny computer chips, advanced imaging techniques, uh, computational and mathematical modeling that, for example, if you want to understand how human vision and hearing works, would allow them to actually map these processes in humans, rather than conducting these odd clockwork orange type experiments on animals that are nothing like humans. Mm. I'd like to know, maybe you can tell us, but how much is being spent uh, on this kind of experimentation, and, and, you know, it can be better used, right? Of course. And it, it's literally millions upon millions upon millions of dollars of grant, of grant money flowing to experiments such as these, which, again, have no purpose that would actually benefit humans. So how does our Constitution protect ours, then? So the Constitution's clear. Congress can't pass any death sentences or, or other punishments on anyone without a trial. That's a little-known part of the Constitution called the Bill of Attainder Clause. And there's a good reason why we have this clause of the Constitution. These kind of laws are favored weapons of bloodthirsty English kings. And so the Constitution's framers decided unanimously and without debate at the Constitutional Convention in the 1700s to ban Congress from passing any of them. The Constitution says simply, Congress can pass no bills of attainder. That should mean, not against you or me, not against Congress's political enemies, mm -hmm. 
increasingly as federal courts hear these cases, not against inanimate corporations, so then why not also against animals? By the plain text of the Constitution, these owls have the same protections against these laws as anyone else. And in case you uh, missed it earlier and you've just joined me, John Hopkins University with barn owls are being subjected to deadly experiments that are conducted by students. Now, the bird skulls are cut open, electrodes implanted in their brains, and the owls are then restrained, bombarded with bright lights, loud noises for hours on end, and then eventually being killed. If that's not inhumane, I don't know what is. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, Asher, just, just cover again what the Helms Amendment is. Sure thing. So the Helms Amendment barred Congress from protecting and the federal government from protecting birds, mice, and rats born in labs from the very basic minimum protections of the Animal Welfare Act. This means, for example, that laboratories can allow repeated surgeries by inexperienced students on these animals, that institutions performing experiments not covered by the Animal Welfare Act don't have to make provision for appropriate pain medication and anesthetics. They don't even have to ensure that these animals' deaths are humane, and they don't even have to consider humane alternatives these experiments. That's what Congress created with this loophole back in 2002. Mm. So share with us the key elements again of the lawsuit that uh, Peter is filing against the USDA. Sure thing. Now, a bill of attainder was, as originally conceived, a literal legislative death sentence, often against, say, enemies of the King of England. Today, inanimate corporations benefit from these protections despite the fact their grievances are regulatory in nature or they want access to federal subsidies that they feel they've been unfairly deprived of. This lawsuit is a throwback to the original meaning of the Constitution. These owls are suffering from a literal death sentence and literal torture because of a law passed by Congress that singles them out. That is plainly not allowed by the Constitution, and that's what we're asking the federal court to decide. Well, good luck, man. Good luck in a big way. I mean, uh, you're a star, Asher. You've won, I mean, you recently won a historic Endangered Species Act victory against uh, a big cat exhibitor who appeared on that Netflix, uh, which I watched the docuseries. I couldn't believe it. Tiger King, uh, setting the precedent that declawing, cub bedding, and separation of big cat cubs from their mothers are against the law. Well done on that one. There's a lot of stuff you've done, you know, defeated a motion to dismiss a false advertising lawsuit against a free-range egg company, winning a first-of-its-kind precedent. Uh, You know, hens frolicking outdoors on egg cartons are actionable. Good on with that one, too. And another big one that you did for Peter, uh, uh, you came from Yale Law, didn't you? But uh, I think you did, what did I say? Yeah, the pro bono cases on behalf of same-sex couples seeking to vindicate their constitutional rights and public housing tenants, among other clients. You're a busy man, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, I am. But the biggest reward of of all of this litigation on behalf of PETA are are the animals that we save. You mentioned the Mm. Endangered Species Act litigation against roadside zoo operators shown in Tiger King. We've actually rescued dozens of animals from these facilities including in in one case, literally marching into the facility of one of the stars of Tiger King with a convoy of federal marshals 
sending the animals to reputable sanctuaries where they're currently thriving. And then, and then when we were done, all the cages were empty. Yeah. And we hope to save these barn owls at Johns Hopkins through similar federal litigation. Well, I, I hope, uh, listeners, that, you know, you get behind this one. Uh, go to www.peter.org forward slash owls. All right, just you want to write it down, get a pen, www.peter.org forward slash owls, O-W-L-S. Wonderful job. Good luck with it, Asher. Uh, you got a good soul, mate. And uh, I think you'll come out on top with this one too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, Asher Smith, ladies and gentlemen, from Peter, the litigation uh, well, it is groundbreaking lawsuit against USDA. I, I hope they do well. It's disgusting what's going on. He's the litigation manager, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that.